With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. That's right. It is the fifth hour with Ben Maller and not, not David Gascon. He's not here this weekend because four hours a night are not enough. Eight days a week and as you know by now this is a spin-off of the overnight show the ben maller show only available right here in the podcast world and thank you for finding it. we do appreciate that otherwise why are we doing this and the show available wherever you get your podcast tell a friend tell a friend and also tell a friend about cameo Cameo, I'm not going to waste your time with a lot of these promotions and all that, but but I do love Cameo. I'm on there, and you can find me, Ben Maller. Personalized video messages. If you're a Brigadier General, a P1, super fan, if you want me to rant about something. I had a Laker apologist who called up and said, hey, you, you know, he called me on Cameo. Hey, you got to you know, rant about the Lakers. He's done that a couple times. That schmuck, how dare him? So I did that. Uh, and also, obviously, on social media. If you don't follow me on there already, it's Ben Maller Show on Facebook and Ben Maller on Fox on Instagram and just Ben Maller on Twitter. So I am excited to bring this person on today. He's one of my favorite people in sports radio. I don't like a lot of people in sports radio. I don't. You know that. I have, I have very strong opinions about what's good and what's not. I like entertainment. I like passion, strong opinions, and I like people that are prepared. He checks every box. Plus, I know him. I've worked with him. I've met him. Uh, Bruce Jacobs. Now, if you're a longtime connoisseur of Fox Sports Radio, and many of you are, but maybe not you, Bruce Jacobs was part of the network the first decade or so of Fox Sports Radio. He is the most passionate New York Jets and Mets fan I know. Sorry, Jason Smith. Uh, Bruce takes it to the next level, and he despises the Miami Dolphins and also can't stand the New York Yankees. He's uh, been on the radio for many, many years. He's a staple of the Phoenix radio market. He's doing morning drive now in Phoenix, and so I wanted to catch up with Bruce, and we welcome in Bruce Jacobs. The reason, Bruce, that I wanted to catch up with you, and you're aware of this, obviously I booked you, is that... In early October of 2020, we had a conversation. I believe I appeared on your your morning show. We were talking about the, the Kyler Murray or something along those lines. So anyway, it was like October of last year, and I, we had made a bet on the presidential election, which at that time was about a month away. I said that Donald Trump was going to win a second term, and you said no – it's going to be Joe Biden that's going to win. And here we are. Biden was sworn in the other day as the president of the United States. So I'm paying up my bet. I am a man of integrity, Bruce. I am a man of honor. Congratulations, Bruce. How does it feel to win that bet? Well, Ben, it's nice to talk to you, man. Okay, it's, it's good to hear from your brother. And, you know, I made a lot of bets over the years. I've won a lot of bets. I've lost a lot of bets. And I'll be honest with you, I am sorry that I won this bet. <laughs> I'm very rarely sorry when I lose. I mean, you're always sorry when you lose because yeah. you lost. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, when I say sorry, sorry to yourself. But, yeah, I really kind of apologize to America, to be honest with you. Yes, I, 
I did lose that bet, Ben. Uh, the upside is I get to spend some time with you. The downside is I have, uh, well, probably four years of having to be ruled by him. Yeah. Well, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting. You have things to talk about, Bruce. It, it won't be as much fun as when Trump was president, but you'll you'll have some things to talk about. But you now you are a member of the FSR alumni association. So have you been paying up your dues, Bruce? As an as, are you an active member or are you uh, on hiatus from that? I, I guess uh, I, it depends, you know. I mean, if somebody hits me up for some cash, and this, you know, <laughs> I guess I'm in. So uh, you uh, you ask me to donate to your cause here, and yes, I am a uh, proud alumni. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I uh, I rather enjoyed it very much. Well, I I, I love working, Bruce. I, I have no concept of time though. I don't know if you're like me. Like it all is like a big ball. Of, I like I I I remember you know working alongside you. We we would do shows at different times. I think you filled in for me a few times, and I probably filled in for you a few times, and we went back and forth and all that. So I I recall that. But I'm trying to think of the timeline. When you were here for several years at Fox Sports Radio, I remember that, but I don't remember exactly like when. I know it was in the the I think the first decade of the 2000s. Am I right? Give me the timeline, the Bruce Jacobs timeline when you were here. Yeah. So Ben, I started there uh, around 2001. Tom Lee originally hired me. Okay, Tom Lee when he ran. Uh, Fox Sports, and went to about 2011, uh, no, 2010, and uh, my last partner, Lincoln Kennedy, and he and I uh, banged it out for uh, for about two years or so. Yeah, But I so, do remember all, you know, the, the the times that you and I got a chance to do some stuff together, and, you know, I was pretty much a weekend uh, overnight guy, and, yeah. uh, and uh, fill in whenever needed. And so, uh, but I started, it was uh, right around, I landed then two jobs in one week after taking the summer off. Fox and back here in Phoenix, which is where I live, at uh, at the news talk station. So I was looking for a little bit, auditioned for a couple of things uh, around the country, not many, and then in one week, and you know, that's the way the luck is, man. You know, you, you put out the plan, right, Ben? You put out the plan, and then... You know, the plan, the plan goes to buses. I tell anybody who's down, if you're down, you know, tomorrow, okay, you might be down today, but you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You literally don't. And, uh, yeah, so in one week I landed the two gigs, and Fox was one of them, and it was great, man. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, you were ahead of your time, Bruce, because like everyone these days, pretty much everyone's doing remote broadcasting or has done remote broadcasting because of the pandemic. But you, I remember, because you would you would do the show from your house, and you you had your dog that would sometimes, uh, I think one time, chewed up your headphones or something like that. If I remember, remember correctly, yeah. so you more were- than once. I'll, I'll tell you the the for me the best story. Okay, and and God bless uh, Andrew Ashwood, the gorilla. May he rest in peace. One of the really great people in the business for me, personally and uh, professionally. Uh, so I'm doing the show, and I had like a studio. Okay, you know, man, I'm sitting, I'm sitting, I'm sitting, and I'm I'm surrounding myself with styrofoam. Okay, obviously, so it doesn't sound echoey, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So at the time, I had three Siberian huskies. Uh, Seaver was the youngest, Curtis the middle one, named after Curtis Martin, Seaver is obvious, and Chad, named after Chad Pennington. And so one night then, Chad, who was the, the ringleader of the three, he starts howling, you know, like Huskies, he's just talking. Now imagine this, I'm sitting at my desk, I only have so much uh, rope, if you will, or so much line, headphone line, okay, because it's a headphone mic at the time. And I'm like, Chad, you know, without talking, because I'm on the air, okay, you talk about talent, man, do these two things at one time. And I'm like, Chad, <laughs> quiet. And the more you tell him to be quiet, the more he would talk. The next thing you know, all three of them are at it, man, and they are going at it. And I'm like thinking to myself, holy moly, I'm going to get fired. The next day, <laughs> I kid you not, the gorilla calls, and he's like, uh, so how's everything going? And I'm like, uh, good. So how was the show? 
Well, we had a little problem. <laughs> so I tell him about the problem. He goes, I don't, don't, don't. I heard it. And do me a favor. The next time you're on, more of the dogs and less of you, okay? And, and so it was great, man. It was great. And uh, so we bring the dogs on. We formed a band called Bruce and the Wolfie Three. They come on and do predictions. You know, we got fun like you, Ben, like you do it, brother. Yeah, yeah, man. Listen, that's what I I love. You, you, you're in my like my upper echelon. There, you know, because a lot of these guys in sports radio these days, uh, you know, they just they don't have the pizzazz. You got the pizzazz, Bruce. I'm not kissing your ass here, but I like your style, right? I like you know you're passionate. You got strong opinions. You're prepared, and you throw haymakers. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What what happened to our business, Bruce? So many of the uh, the next you know next generation. I don't know how you want to describe it. I don't sense a lot of that. I don't know what happened. It used to be that uh, that when I back in my day, Bruce, when I started, I feel like a lot of guys were like that, and now we, the business has gotten away from that, which I don't like. I don't like. What do you think happened? Well, honestly, I think it's a lot of things, Ben. I think it starts with. Uh management, it became like government, okay? The the rule of thumb became, instead of thin, it's thicker at the top, and then thinner where you needed to be thicker, and that is uh, good hosts and support people and producers, you know, everything. When one, when one guy has to do six, seven jobs, Ben, you know, you can be as good as you can be. And, man, when you have so many jobs, there's going to be things that are just going to fall through the cracks. And when the little things fall through the cracks, they become a big thing. So there's that. I think the audience has changed. Let's be honest. The tolerance level in this country is about as bad as it can be. Okay? People are looking to be offended. Okay? They want to be offended so they can complain, and then uh, they can try to get you canceled because that's like a big club. It's a, it's a cancer on the country as a whole, in anything, not just radio folk. Um, But it's become a cancer. And these people live for this because their lives are mostly meaningless. They have no meaning in life. So their meaning now is destroying you because you have some level of success. Um, There's that. There's, uh, for young, this is what I find is disappointing. I I won't speak for you, and I think I'm a little north of you. But when I was a kid, 
and I hate doing these when I was a kid, but when I loved, you know, I love sports, but I love to research it. And at that time, we didn't have all this, this great stuff, right? So when I say research it, I love to learn the history about the things that I loved that I didn't know the history of. It made me love it more. Or in the case of the Dolphins, hate it more. Okay? So it depends. But I had a quest, a desire. A lot of the younger folk, I think where they're making a mistake is, you know, history started before they were born. It didn't start on the day they were born. So I think there's that as well. And I also believe that, you know, a lot of people have lost the ability to communicate because they spend their life in those phones. Ben, I'm sitting in Phoenix, Arizona. The sun is out. It's a tiny bit of wind. It's about 70 degrees. It's a beautiful day. You've been here. Yeah. And I'm talking to you on a flip phone because I do not want my phone <laughs> to be engrossed, my life to be engrossed in my phone. So I, there's a lot of factors, and uh, that's the way I see it. Yeah. And I, am I mistaken? I don't think you're on. Are you on Twitter, Bruce? I, I, I know you're on Facebook. I see you on Facebook all the time. Are you uh, active on the Twitter machine? No, and that's not a protest. Uh, I've never been on Twitter, and I don't see any reason uh, why I would uh, why I would do that. No, no, it doesn't interest me. First off, then nothing happens right now that if I find out in two minutes or three yeah. minutes or four minutes later is going to change anything for me. Okay, so um, no. I, uh, I I jump on Facebook yeah. a little bit, have a little bit of fun, but uh, other than that, you know, I'm not a social media fan. I guess, you know, people my age, we, man, we found better ways to communicate <laughs> than sit here and yell at each other on the phone. Yeah. No, listen, I, Bruce, I, I I have a love-hate relationship with Twitter. Like, I, I, I use it for the show. I use it a lot. Uh, but I find the biggest a-holes in the world are all getting together and having a, a block party pretty much 24-7 on Twitter. It's nonstop. But the, the word I will use, Bruce, that describes what you're talking about is this obsessive, like, the tribalism. Like, if – and there's no room for any – dissenting opinions and it's the thing that's really scary and you reference this and and you've lived it and you know I, we're all living it to work in the radio business is that even in sports radio like i love to me the greatest hate is sports hate like you are legendary in the business bruce you can't stand the miami dolphins right the in the yankees you rip them all that but that's like that's fun that's great that's sports hate but even that now you can't do that because uh, people don't want to hear it, and they get offended, and they uh, send in the attack puppies to, to take you down. It's insane. But it all comes back to tribalism. I remember when MLB.com started, I had a buddy of mine who was working for Major League Baseball who told me this is going to be the future. That you know, you're going to get to the point where people don't want to hear. You're just going to have reporters covering the teams that are on the payroll, and eventually, people aren't going to want to hear any negativity about their teams. And I, it's it's like we've we've had that moment, Bruce, where even you're in you're in Phoenix, you're in the Phoenix market, right? Uh, how about now, Kyler Murray, right? I I ripped Kyler Murray a few times on my show. It ends up in the in the newspaper. I send you the material. I'm like, hey, Ben, you're getting trashed today. And I love it, man. I love it. Yes, but continue. You, you, you're, you're exactly correct. You get ripped in the papers today. You're correct. Yeah, no, but I, I'm just saying, it didn't used to be like that. In fact, I, you know, I, you're a little older than I am, but I think we have the same, you know, mindset on this where... I think a a good fan to me is willing to take some shots at their own team. And if they can't, to me, that's a bad fan. What do you think about that? You know what? I, I would say overall, definitely sports. And having done the news talk format, the ability to have fun is, I'm not going to say it's gone, because I have fun every day, Ben. Honestly, yeah. I, I do. I You know, broadcasting is fun, but part of it is serious. A lot of it is fun. And for me, you know, um, I've always said this, man. The two greatest things about sports is the love and the hate. I love to love my teams. But, hey, if my team sucks, if your team sucks, too, I feel a little bit better. Because I love <laughs> to hate certain. Oh, the Dolphins are number one and always will be. 
the Yankees slotted right behind them. And uh, we can throw in the Phillies, the Flyers, virtually anything from the city of Philadelphia. Um, and uh, I've got a number of others, too, man. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, I'm always enjoying And I, you know, listen, I so badly, I don't know if you feel the same way. This is a little bit of a, a different lane, a little bit. But we badly need, Ben, the Tampa Bay Bucks to get to the Super Bowl. And it has nothing to do with Tom Brady. It's because if we don't have Bruce Arians, we don't have the pomp and the circumstance we normally do, it will be boring. Only B.A. can make the Super Bowl a little spicy of all the people involved. Because how many stories can I hear that are, you know, okay, that's funny about Andy, uh, Andy Reid eating different cheeseburgers. I mean, okay, that's got some value to it, and he's an affable guy. But, man, if we don't have B.A., brother, we're going to have a boring Super Bowl week. How about the, if we get the, the Bills against the Packers? Now, that would be all next-level boring unless Aaron Rodgers does something passive-aggressive, in, in which he normally does. That, that would be the, the saving grace. Now, how have you recovered, Bruce? I guess the Patriot dynasty is over now, but when you were at Fox Sports Radio, they were becoming the dynasty. They were, it was the early part of it, and it lasted another 10 years, Bruce. Uh, they, they haven't... Past the doll. No, it doesn't bother me, Ben. The Patriots, Patriots never bothered me. I, I respect the Patriots, man. I don't have any problem with dynasties. Um, you know, I know they cheated, and I like to poke fun at them. They've cheated a couple of times, but you know what's funny? All of my hatred, the teams that I don't like today, I didn't like when I was younger. Nothing has really changed. I might have added a team like Ohio State to the list because I can't stand them. Um, I've added a few personalities or people to the list. Uh, but uh, for the most part, the same teams I don't like today are the teams I didn't like as a kid. And, hey, if I wanted to kill the Patriots, I'd just as easily hate the Atlanta Braves. I mean, you talk about the Patriots, how about the Braves run denying my Mets any uh, possibility? And now would they win 15 out of 16 or whatever it was? So, yeah, I've been the victim, quote-unquote, <laughs> of dynasties, man. The dynasties don't happen in the salary cap era, and I've gotten hit against two of them. Yeah, well... And I got to ask you, I haven't talked to you about this, but how many walls did you punch after the Jets beat the Rams to not uh, to, to forget the number one pick situation this past year? Did you scream out loud? Did you have to go outside? I mean, what what, what did you do, Bruce, when the Jets actually won a game when it looked like they were going to go 0-16? Well, the one thing, I think it's, it was the first time my wife's kids ever saw somebody hate on their own team, okay? You know, I mean, look, hey, it's all worked out in the end for me, Ben. I got the coach I wanted. Now if I can get the quarterback I want, D. Watson, boy, I'll be a very, very – it'll be the first time in seven years I won't go into August and then roll into September and uh, I don't and I haven't cared really. I really have not cared much about the Jets the last couple of years because you know what? If you're not interested in winning, I, what do I get out of it? You know, I mean, well, what is it for me as a fan? If you, have, I didn't say if you didn't win. I said if you're not interested in winning, and when you have when you have a damn gaze or a damn waste, as I call them, and you have Todd Toilet Bowls before that, you don't want to win. Because either one of these co- either one of these coaches is capable. They're both horrible. And, uh, but now I think we want to get back to winning. So I'm, I'm very excited about the upcoming season, even though I know we're going to stink, but I'm excited to see stink. Yeah. yeah. They'll be, instead of being at the very bottom, they'll be... You know, in the mid-tier of suckage. They'll be like in yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we won't good. suck the same way, Ben. We're going to suck a different <laughs> way, man. Okay? It's going to be different. We're going to be... We're going to suck aggressively. We're, we're, we're back to yeah. crack and skulls. You know, the Jets play their best football. And remember, you got to keep it in context. Their best football is AFC Championship games. And not a lot of them, but a few. Uh, when we When we have a defensive coach... A defensive-minded guy is our coach. And you can look at really anywhere, uh, from Rex to Parcells to Weeb Eubank. You know, it doesn't matter where you go. Herm, uh, our best football is played with a defensive coach uh, coaching us. So I'm very excited, very excited to win my five games coming up this year. If we get Watson, Ben, yeah. if we get uh, Watson, 
and a uh, wide receiver, we could be dangerous. You know, he's a mortal enemy of mine, Deshaun Watson there, bro. He blocked me on Twitter. This is like when he was at a, coming out of Clemson because I, I said something on social media. I, I was I, – I forget exactly what I said. He got all upset, though, and he blo- – he, like, very offended. And, uh, and so I'd be worried about him, Bruce, if he goes to New York because if you can't handle criticism from a blowhard like me, can you imagine what the, the New York – the few tough guys left in the New York media would do to Deshaun Watson? It would not go well. It would not go well. Well, listen, I uh, and Ben, uh, I don't have to. I don't have to bloviate for you. You know, I'm often up uh, at the times that uh, a lot of the time that you're on because I'm doing my preparation work, and uh, I listen to about your Twitter wars and all this, and you know, I find that to be that may be one thing that that you know the, the fun wars, but you know, when it gets really not to go back to that, but you know, those fun wars and blocking people and laughing at people and that sort of thing. Yeah, that might be one yeah. element of it that uh, I would like. But, hey, you know what? I don't care. Deshaun Watson is is a uh, high-level... I've been talking about this with my partner. I do the show with Dale Hellestray, the former cowboy. Uh, and when you say who, I say he's got three rings. So he's got a lot of who on his, on his fingers. <laughs> anyway, I would... If I were any of, like, 20 teams, Ben, yeah. oh, you want three number ones? Man, I'd put the phone on pause and say, man, I can't believe they're going to they're gonna give me they're gonna give me this guy for only three number ones. I couldn't make that deal fast enough, Ben. I'll give you salmon two. You want salmon three? Salmon three it is. No problem. <laughs> and I would finally, because before I die, Ben, I have to see a great Jet quarterback. You know, Brett Favre played for us one year, but he wasn't a Jet. And I love Chad Pennington, but he's not great. Um, I got to see one great Jet quarterback. And Watson is still young enough to be a Jet when all is said and done. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I like the fact that you're willing to trade all the draft picks because that's another pet peeve oh, of mine, Bruce. All of them. Oh. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I, that, I'm so annoyed. You can't trade draft picks. Oh, my God. No. Every, and they think every draft pick is going to turn out to be an all pro. And it's like, you, you know, we've seen enough, Bruce, of these draft picks. And you, as a Jets fan, more than anybody, these guys that are drafted in the top 10 that get, have all this hyperbole around them and how great they're going to be. And most of them are either mediocre or completely worthless compared to the hype that they had before the draft. And yet, yeah. Yes, Bruce? I looked at these teams that perpetually don't have a quarterback, okay? And I looked at the quarterbacks that they have drafted, high and middle, okay? The Jets, we drafted Mark Sanchez. That's that's top level for us. That's mediocre. We've drafted the biggest bum, Christian Hackenberg, who, by the way, Ben, and you, I'm, I don't know if you ever asked this for a tribute, there's only three guys, three quarterbacks who have been drafted since the merger in the first two rounds that have not seen the playing field for their team. Only three. Jim Kelly, because he was drafted by, uh, uh, he went, I'm sorry, uh, in his first two years. I apologize. That was the last part of it. So did not see the field in the first two years. Jim Kelly, but that's a trick because he played for the Houston Gamblers. The second one was a guy drafted by the Houston Oilers, and I forget the dude's name, in like 1970. And the third one is Christian Ackerberg. He's only the third top two pick since the merger to be drafted that never saw the field for his team. So the guys we drafted, the kid from Baylor, I forgot his name, uh, ran our Bryles offense there. So high picks, low. I looked at the Cardinals because, you know, I cover the Cardinals. They've drafted Matt Leinert. Um, oh, my goodness, I had a list. And I say to them, the Chicago Bears, look at the quarterbacks that they have drafted. You wouldn't give up three number ones for, a, for a, an established star right now? You're crazy. That's a gift, three yeah, number ones. Yeah. I'll no. do it, no problem, every day. No, I'm right there with you. I draft picks are lottery tickets. They're you know most lottery tickets you don't win, and so it's I, I'm I'm in complete agreement. And that Stan Hinkie guy or Sam Hinkie rather, the GM of the the Sixers with that whole trust the process, and he made that cool yeah. and all that. I hate that guy. I'm glad he's not working in sports. I, I it's such an annoyance. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I want to go back to you, Bruce, as a radio savant. How many markets have you worked in over the years? I know you've been in Phoenix a lot. You were on the East Coast. You were in, in Albany, I believe, for a while. I think you started in New York. How many other places have you been bouncing around the country doing radio? So we're talking local? Or yeah, yeah any local, I've only local, worked local. in two local markets, uh, New York and, and Phoenix. Those okay. are the only two. Okay. And, and I did national for Fox and... Let's just say a couple of peons. Well, I thought you didn't. You work with Arnie at the? Were you in Chicago or no? You did you do that? No, when I worked with Arnie. It was Arnie was the afternoon guy uh, oh, here okay. in Phoenix. In fact, Arnie Spanier is the first guy Ben to ever put me uh, on the air. I, I must have told you this. I can do your clips notes. Yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm in like a overnight board op, and I had a regular job, sales job. And I'm watching, it was during the NHL playoffs, and you know, like uh, like your boy, my boy, Eddie Garcia, okay, loved the NHL and loved the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, Ben, and I'm watching, it was a first round, we won the cup this year, uh, and I'm watching the first round, and my boss comes up to me, and Ben, I do not embellish on this at all, okay? Uh, he says to me, hey, uh, it was a retail store. He says to me, uh, I want you to go and uh, dust the tops of those refrigerators. So I very kindly said to him, listen, I don't, dust the top, I don't dust the top of the refrigerator in my own house, and I'm not going to do it here. My job is to sell. There ain't no customers. So if a customer walks in, I'm, I'm going to sell him something. Otherwise, I'm going to watch this hockey game. Next day I go in, I got fired for insubordination. The radio <laughs> station calls me. I'm a weekend board up. They said, hey, we need you to come in and run the board because we have a meeting with everybody and there's nobody to run. I said, okay, no problem. I'm available. I go in and Arnie will tell you this. And Arnie's doing the afternoon show, and he said to me, and I had seen him in the hallways a couple of times and whatnot, you know, and he's the big, the BMOC, okay? He runs, he is the sports guy in town. And he says to me, he goes, hey, you're a hockey fan, right? Oh, big hockey fan. He goes, why don't you come on the air? We'll talk some hockey. We'll take some calls. Okay. Ben, I never ran the board after that. I got a call from the general manager. Hey, that's a, then I started doing some on-air updates and blah, blah, blah. But if it weren't Ronnie Spaniard, you know, I may never have gotten a chance. I may have and I may not. So he's the first guy that ever put me on the air in a major market. So you are on Arnie Spanier's radio tree as the uh, the big star. And then uh, I'm sure Arnie's had others. And then didn't you work with Mike Golick before he became the Mike and Mike guy? Like you were with him, right, in Phoenix? Didn't you do some stuff with him? 
Yeah, so after Arnie left and blah, 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 change of ownership, blah, 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 the new program director, who his name is Chris Visser, uh, brother of Leslie Visser. San, San Diego and, uh, guy. He's a, a me, San, San Diego guy, right? Bruce, I, I think I uh, might have crossed paths with him at the Mighty 690 back in the, Yeah, you uh, probably did. San Diego, yeah. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he, they hired him here in Phoenix. And uh, the funny thing is, is that I had, I, I was, uh, Arnie got, uh, Arnie got let go. And oh, actually, Arnie called me when I was on vacation. I was vacationing. He says, hey, when you come back, I was a producer at this time. He says, I just want to let you know. And Arnie, we're our friends. He says, listen, I want to let you know you're going to get fired. I said, what? You know, I'm just a young guy, Ben, right? He's like, yeah, yeah they're, they're getting rid of a producer. And, and, the, and the guy who ran the place was a slob and an idiot. And he didn't like me and whatever. He didn't like Arnie. He didn't like people from New York. So uh, when I came back, they told me uh, he actually came into the studio while I was doing a fill-in show. Anyway, long story short, Visser calls me, and uh, he, he got a hold of my audio because he asked for audio from all the on-air people. And uh, um, he listened to mine, and uh, he called me, and he said, Hey, don't go, don't go looking for work. I'll be in town in a week, and I want you to come and see me. So he hired me back, and he brought in Mike Golick, and uh, he put uh, Mike and I together, and we worked here for shade under three years, and it was great. I mean, he's, he was just an awesome, awesome, he's just an awesome individual, awesome human being, and an awesome radio partner. Yeah, and then he, he went on to that that Mike and Mike thing forever and ever and ever. So you've been in the Phoenix market for a very long time here, Bruce. Now, you do your morning show. Is it all Cardinals, D-backs, and Suns? It's not, right? You do national stuff. You do a lot of national stuff, too, right? You mix it up? Oh, sure. Because remember, this is, this is very transient here. Um, so, you know, it's still top five for people moving from other places. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, Ben, you know, it's Phoenix. So, you know, um, but we do not. Oh, okay, listen, well, what are we going to, what is our eighth cardinal topic today? God, no. Who the hell wants to listen to that crap? <laughs> um, no, no, no. I mean, no. We, we hit the headlines, and then we hit the stuff that nobody else often has uh, based on culling of information, opinion, uh, just whatever. And then, uh, by all means, listen, I'm going to spend a large part of this Banging on the Brooklyn Nets. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I don't know there's a team outside of the Dolphins or the Yankees I want to lose more games, okay? I love that Cavalier game last night, by the way. Okay, yeah, now was watching, watching yeah. 109 pound Sexton destroy their backcourt <laughs> was beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah, listen, man, we, we have fun, but I'm not. I, you know, it's one of the great places, and, you know, this will be the last stop on my train. One of the great things for me is I do not get micromanaged by 17 bosses, 10 salespeople, 8 marketing people, and somebody along the chain there is upset with something I said. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, yeah. be a professional, but free reign. You're a professional. Be a professional. Be an well, idiot. Yeah. And uh, But, yeah, we mix it up for sure. Absolutely. Mayo Dale's a former cowboy, so um, I'm a Jet fan. I mean, God, this. Yeah. Does anybody really just spend four hours only talking about local? Is that is that really going on? Because if that is, that's a losing ticket. Yeah, well, when I I filled in at EEI, I did some shows at WEI for a while. And it was pretty much all like you know just the Patriots, Red Sox, and Celtics. That was pretty much, and really rarely the Celtics on that. But I, I like what you said about not having a bunch of people meddling with you, and that's one of the reasons I love doing the overnight show, Bruce. As you know, management typically not listening in the middle of the night, so we have a little more freedom to do what we want to do, uh, which is which is pretty cool there in the overnight. Oh, I, I didn't bring up the, the big Mets trade. Francisco Lindor. Have you gotten your Francisco Lindor jersey, Bruce? It's coming. <laughs> your level, on a, on, a, on a scale of 1 to 10, your level of excitement when Francisco Lindor, it was announced that he had been traded to the Mets. 846. <laughs> All right, your level of excitement when you found out the Mets GM was sending pictures of his twig and berries out to uh, to women years ago. (laughs) 
how do I answer that, Ben? How, how would you like me? I can I can handle that as a serious question, or I can just pass on it, whichever you'd like. Next question, Ben. Uh, when will you, when, when will you be starting as the ne- the next GM of the Mets? Have you sent your resume in yet to the uh, the new ownership group there? Well, I tell you, Ben, I'm glad that they didn't sign Springer. I can't believe that dude got yeah. 25, 26 million a year. I mean, he's hitting 260. I thought there was no money in this game. Um, hey, if the Mets can get Bauer, and I don't know if they will, but if they can get Bauer, even if they don't. We have a very good team. We're coming after you, Dodgers, Ben. Um, no, I, no, I actually no. have—I I actually have said this. I think the Dodgers have the chance to be a real good uh, a dynasty. Uh, that's how good they can be. But I think we, we can be better than you if we can get Trevor Bauer. Ben, look out, big boy. You won't have to. Hey, you'll have to look south of you to San Diego for some trouble. But make sure you glance east. Because we're yeah. coming, baby. We're coming to kick some ass. Watch out for the Mets. No, I am worried about the Padres. I like teams that, like, the Mets have been aggressive here. The Padres, even the Blue Jays. I don't agree with what the Blue Jays have done, but I'm so sick of these teams that just sit on their hands and they don't do anything in the offseason. And, you know, as far as the Dodgers, the thing that worries me here, and let me be very clear the, the executive, the big shot, this guy, Stan Caston, who I'm sure you're very familiar with, but he was in Atlanta when the Braves, you referenced them earlier, they made the playoffs all the time and they had the, the 90s dynasty and spilled over into the 2000s. But that's the model. The Dodgers model is, hey, let's just make the playoffs every year and then we'll win you know, a couple championships along the way. The Braves only won one. The Dodgers have won one. But really, Bruce, you'd admit they should have won two, right? Because the Astros were cheating in 2017. And you know that's a bullcrap championship for the Astros. Yes. Oh, 100%. No question about it. Listen, I think the Dodgers have a chance. Let me rephrase. Uh, Dynasty is too simple. I think they have a chance to be the best baseball team I've seen. And I hate to say this, but, you know, there's my opinion, there's my hatred, and then there's the facts, right? (laughs) Yeah, 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 sure. (laughs) But, you know, since since those great Yankee teams at the turn of the century, okay, um, I think they have maybe even better. I mean, they're just loaded and young, and I'm wrong. I agree, Ben. They probably should have, too. And uh, I just hope that, uh, I hope that, uh, man, if we could get Trevor Bauer, boy, oh, boy, (laughs) man, oh, man, we could be so good. Of course, we still have that, as us Met fans call him, F and Diaz closing games. But, you know, hopefully that won't last too long. We did bring in big Trevor May, so there you go. There you go, yeah, Trevor May. Uh, and now, Bruce, I I believe at your house you are you, you are living with a, a non Jets fan. Is that correct? Is it is your uh, your wife a Bills fan? Is that right? My wife is a diehard Bills fan. That is her favorite team. She's from um, well. She likes to consider herself a New Yorker. But, A, if you live in Buffalo, you're not a New Yorker. And, B, she only lived there until she was about six. But she is a huge Bills fan. So, you know, I, you know, you know how this goes, Ben, being a married man. Happy yeah. wife, happy life, blah, blah, blah. And uh, here's the thing, though, Ben, and she can't hear me right now because, you know, she's working from home. Yeah. i got to be honest, Ben. My favorite non-Jet player is Patrick Mahomes. Okay, maybe I think it's, he's going to be the greatest quarterback I'll ever see. And, God, do I love to watch him play. He just And I'm not an offensive guy. I like defense. But there's something about him that's just I've never seen it before, and I don't think I'll ever see it again. He's magic to me. He's so, he's so freaking great. He's unbelievable. Um so I, I, you know, the Chiefs are man. I tell you, boy, and uh, but no, I'll I'll roll with my wife, and you know, I'll, I'll yeah. work for the Bills, and because wow. um, this is a good. I mean, the Bills are really good. I mean, you know, you gotta yeah. love Josh Allen, man. I mean, how do you not love that kid? Yeah, now, now Bruce, like, what do you do? You guys have wagers because you, you're every year the Jets and Bills are going to play twice forever and ever. They're in the same division. So how's it work in the house? You guys make bets? You watch in separate rooms? Uh, how's, how's it work? Okay, so I'm married for about a year and a half, but uh, seriously dating for five years. We've sucked, 
and I've kept my mouth shut. That's how it's worked. <laughs> <laughs> simple, simple enough. Simple enough. Now, <laughs> that is not her, Ben. Not her. Okay, she lets me know about it, but no, she's she's the opposite of me. She's a gracious loser, but she's not. She, excuse me. She's she's a gracious winner. She's not a good loser. I'm a great loser because that's all I've ever done is lose. That's what I know. I don't know anything else. <laughs> but, man, I'm not a good winner because when my teams win, I will let you know about it. Yeah. All right. Well, Bruce, how now you have a lot of fans. You know, I know you've been at Fox for a few years now, but you got, you know, I'll bring your name up every once in a while and I'll, I'll get people, hey, where's Bruce at? I want to hear Bruce. I miss Bruce. Bring Bruce back. You know, like a management, I can bring you back. But uh, you have your, you have a great gig in Phoenix. And, and how can people hear you? Everything's online these days, so I'm sure people can stream the show if they want to hear. Get a little, little Bruce Jacobs fix in the in the morning. And how can they find you? Well, you can find me. Uh, well, I'm not on Twitter. We've already established that. You can find me on Facebook. And uh, you can find me at 1580thefanatic.com. And uh, we go 6 to 10 a.m., uh, right now, it's Mountain Standard Time. Uh, the other half of the year, Ben, we're on your time, Pacific Standard Time, because we don't change clocks here. Uh, so that's how you can find me. And, I, you know, listen, uh, there's a bunch of people um, uh, who uh, still contact me. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, listen, you get to work for a great company. You get to be in great markets and fun markets, and you get Eddie Garcia, for heaven's sakes. Anytime you get Eddie Garcia, you're going to have fun. So uh, um, I yeah. appreciate that, and, uh, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed I had good partners, uh, great bosses, and, uh, and uh, man, there's something about overnight, Ben. You're the king of it, okay? You are the man, and I'm not, uh, not brown-nosing. I mean, you're the man. You're the late-night guy. Uh, you may be the best who's ever done it, and uh, there's uh, there's a certain there's a certain love for that, and you kind of are able to connect with listeners that I don't think you can do in any other day part in any other in any other market. You know, I'm oh, yeah. excuse me, maybe in some local markets, but there's something there's a there's a relationship when you do the overnights that you can establish with listeners um, that I think is unique. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I, I, you know, I've been early on. I did middays, and I, I did some other day parts. I think I've done the full radio cycle where I've been on at all, all different hours. But well, yeah. what is your favorite? Is that in your favorite time slot? Yeah, I do like the overnights. I, I've always been a night person. I've always been more nocturnal. I've been more. I feel like I'm more creative at night. I'm not a morning person. I I don't know how you do it, Bruce. I did morning radio. I did updates, and I was like a sidekick on a morning show for a. I think it was a year and a half, and it was the worst year and a half of my career because really? I just, I hated. I I could not get up. I I tried to stay up all night and then make it like an overnight show. But that didn't work. I, I, my body clock was all messed up. And you'd think after a few months I would be able to adjust. Like, And I, you've kind of done that, though, right? You tell me you stay up all night getting ready for the show. What, when do you sleep? Yeah, so when you're awake, I'm asleep. And, and when uh, you're asleep, I'm awake. You know, here's the thing. I did afternoons. I don't know if you know, but Brian No, Fox is Brian No. He yeah. and I worked together in New York, and he was my boss. Uh, oh. And uh, I did afternoon drive, and that's okay. But no, for me, and I did enjoy the overnights very much. But for me, morning drive, morning, and I've done morning drive most of my uh, most of my career, at least you know local. Okay, here yeah. in Phoenix, yeah. you know, and I've been here for God, Ben. It's like twenty seven, twenty eight years, minus a few years in New York and doing national out of Chicago. I've been here for most of that time. And most of it's been morning drive, and I wouldn't change a thing. Still, even today, you know, a lot of morning people, they get grumpier as they get older, okay? You having to get up in the morning and everything. Uh, not me. Um, and I'm usually up uh, preparing um, and watching and viewing and blah, 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 and listening uh, more often than not to your show and uh, doing my thing uh, while everybody else is sleeping. And, uh, man, I do love morning drive. There's nothing like it. Well, you're you're one of the greats, Bruce. I, I mean that, man. I, we're mutual admiration in society. Hey, before I uh, before I move on here, any any Eddie Garcia stories? I know Eddie told me a story that he met you in Phoenix and you took him to a fish restaurant. Is that 
Is that accurate? I he, I remember him telling the story um, several. I think it was a year or two years ago, something like that. Well, I wouldn't. I don't like to take clay, uh, credit for things, right? But you know, I think I deserve a little bit. Uh, Eddie might not be married to his wife uh, if not for me. Now, I did not introduce them. Actually, you know, hey, hey, Karen, this is Eddie. But she, she used to. She was Katie. Okay, that was she used to call the show. And she loved the dogs, Ben. Loved, if you know her, and you do know her. I do. She yeah. loves dogs, okay? So she loved, she would call and she'd say, hey, let me talk to the dogs, okay? And, you know, and somehow, and I don't remember the transition. You have to go over with, uh, with E. Garcia. Somehow they met, and, um, and Eddie and I, you know, he did a lot of work. Uh, we did a lot of work together, and uh, they met. And, uh, yeah, they came out of here. I forget if it was during Super Bowl week. And, you know, his wife is just awesome. Bless her soul. Bless her loving soul and her love for vastly overrated Philip Rivers. I hope she doesn't hear this because I'll get a message from her. She'll lampage to me. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Eddie's, you know, uh, what can you say, man? Another guy who stood the test of time and is a great broadcaster. And uh, uh, at the time, Ben, you know, he and I were, I think, the only two guys really that chopped it up on on the puckage uh, at the, at the network for the most part, anyway. Yeah, no, I think that's still the case. By the way, I think Eddie's the only guy left that actually talks about <laughs> talks about hockey. But, for, he, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you this, man. I mean, he knows the game, and uh, so anyway, him and look, I mean. Guys like the Sager, got all those guys, man. There's just so many great guys that uh, that that work there, uh, you know, uh, and still do. I mean, you know, I know Brian know very well, and Arnie, obviously, both friends of mine, and yeah. uh, blah blah blah. And uh, but yeah, so I give a little bit of credit for uh, for Eddie Garcia, and he can fill in any blanks, but. Safe to say, if I didn't work at Fox, Eddie Garcia would not be married to Karen Garcia. There you go. All right. Well, thank you so much. Have a uh, a wonderful rest of your your weekend, right? And we'll uh, we'll catch yeah. you. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm glad I'm glad to spend the time with you, but I'm not glad I won the bet. I'm I'm I'm, I'm pissed over the circumstances <laughs> of me being on your program here. Yeah. I just want to point out when I made the bet. A lot of the stuff that ended up happening hadn't happened yet, but uh, you called your shot, and you you got it right. All right, thank you, Bruce. All right, thank you, Ben. Be well. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.